0: scary
1: and shivers down your spine. Welcome back to Square Horror, 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 Horror Minisodes, live from a creepy attic in North Dakota. Ooh. Spooky. It's haunted. Yeah, probably.
0: <laughs> <laughs> Alright, new trailers. Yeah, so we got a couple new trailers that recently. Yes. Um, the biggest ones that I know we've Let's just get it out of the way. About. Okay,
1: Halloween. Halloween, Halloween kills. kills. Oh, man. Holy shit, okay. I'm so excited. So, um, I saw this, I think, the last out of everyone that I know that would have wanted to see it. Mm-hmm. Uh, you texted me about it. Sean texted me about it. Um, I saw everyone just post about how fucking bonkers it was, and I just didn't get around to watching it yet. Mm-hmm. And then I did in, like, the middle of the day, and I Whoa. had to pause it about 30 seconds in because I'm like, okay, that's kind of scary. So, like, first of all, if you haven't seen the trailer for Halloween Kills, do yourself a favor and do it. Um, Fuck. Because, I mean, Halloween Kills, I think, is an understatement for Michael Myers kills everybody in Haddonfield. Yeah, it's, it's gearing up to be fucking brutal. It is not much hyperbole to say that he kills more people in the trailer than he has in any movie that he's been in, with the exception of the Rob Zombie Halloween movie. Because I was like, he kills like 17 people at least in that movie. Mm -hmm. And he kills a good dozen to like 15 people in this trailer. Mm -hmm. At at least seven of which are at the same time. He just murders all his firefighters all at the same time in like the worst ways possible.
0: Well, yeah, and like I love that one shot in the trailer, which from the... Yeah, point of view of the fireman Where just, as, it cra- as an axe crashes through the mass. Right before
1: that is when I had to stop. Is like So they had that bit of like they go in to save him and it's him grabbing for the guy's hand mm-hmm. and then the next shot is a bunch of firefighters on the lawn looking up to see the shape come out of the house with a pickaxe and just like pulling in his hand like alright who's first? Mm-hmm. And then it's a montage of him just murdering these guys. Oh my gosh it's
0: yeah, to say I mean, it's brutal is
1: an he understatement. He kills I think. firefighters. He kills Haddonfield civilians. He almost kills both Laurie and uh, Allison, Allison and uh, close to um, Karen. He mm-hmm. almost kills the three main characters in, in the, the trailer. trailer.
0: And this is the stuff they were like content showing as the advertisement. Yeah, yeah. I can literally only imagine what. Bu- what oh, and um, almost kills Allison's boyfriend. Yeah, but I'm okay with that. I, no, but I'm just saying, <laughs> like, we're
1: just... Any character that survived Halloween might die in might this movie. Might be on the chopping block. And they might all die. Like, there is a very real possibility one or more of the Strode women might die in this movie. hmm Like, I might, even, it might do, like, an Empire Strikes Back thing where, like, it might kill Allison or Lori. Yeah. Like, I still have a lot of money on that Lori will die by the end of this franchise, which would be... Perfect. I wouldn't great. be
0: surprised if both she and Michael go and ends. Oh no,
1: they. I think they'll probably go out killing each other, which mm-hmm. would be pretty gnarly. Um, but obviously, it's not before Michael kills half of Haddonfield. Well, yeah, and after, especially after the trailer,
0: I wouldn't be shocked if it if he if the when? shape <laughs> kills Allison in this movie. Dude, there's that whole line where like he's about to like, do it! And I'm like, why would and you say that? And
1: that's gonna be the big thing that sets yeah. Laurie off. The other, I guess the last thing about this trailer I wanted to say is uh, my favorite line uh, in it. And so far, this new trilogy is doing that return to form thing where they're calling it the shape, they're giving it the it characteristic, where Michael Myers is the vessel for this unstoppable evil, Mm -hmm. and I know there are some people who are like, he's just a guy, like, who gives a shit? It's like, no, that's why Michael Myers is interesting, is because it's like, it's like a possession movie. Yeah, It's like, evil just embodied this thing, or this person, and... Makes them invincible until it kills everybody, well, and I mean, they have the line where it says, this, it, "With every kill, the more he transcends." And yes. I went, "Transcends into what? In from what to what?" Like I'm mm-hmm. like, oh "This is." Oh, horrifying. that was the line I was so excited about. Well, because it already oh. has. Uh, we also so the two predictions I have: Lori will die by the end of this franchise, and Michael will talk by the end of this franchise. Yeah, because that was a
0: huge thing in and the I, 2018 one. I,
1: I, I mean, they wouldn't have built that up if he didn't. Um, so I'm thinking – literally, I was driving to um, – I was driving home from work the other night, and I had to pull over because I just gave myself like a weird, like, oh, God, like thought. I really – there's – I don't remember – years and years ago, I don't know if it was a fan film or something, but someone, it was right after the Rob Zombie Halloween movies came out. Mm-hmm. Um, it was a scene that I thought was in a Halloween movie that was of Michael Myers after he'd killed a bunch of people, like, after, like, Halloween was over. Mm-hmm. He'd go back to, like, his childhood home, and he was walking around. He basically just kind of walked into the foyer and was hearing Loomis's voice being like, you happy now, Michael? You've killed everyone that's related to you. Anyone that ever would have loved you, you've killed them. Are you happy now? You happy whatever isn't happening, Michael? You've done it. Now what are you going to do? And Michael ends up taking off his mask. You like, you don't see his face. And mm-hmm. Floom is just going at him. And then Michael screams. That would be. And then
0: this dies
1: of a heart attack, presumably. Like, it just, like, the shape leaves. And in that split second, Michael Myers comes back. So what I'm thinking is, like, Allison or lawyer, whoever, they've like almost killed Michael. And he looks up at her pleading eyes and says, please, Mm. I'm like, I gave myself Mm. chills because like in my, in my mind, it's, it's not going to ever be as cool as I just imagined, like not saying it's like, I'm just at this top tier, but like Mm -hmm. the implications of that, of Michael being this person who's been trapped in his own brain for years watching his body kill people and all he's like i don't want this Mm -hmm. but i have to watch this and the only way that i can die is if the shape leaves and the only way the shape can leave is if it kills lori Mm -hmm. so it's like it he doesn't want to kill lori because it's this woman that the shape has ruined her existence but the only way he can be free is if she's dead. So I'm thinking he will have killed Lori and he's just sitting over her as Allison comes in like with the knife or whatever, and mm-hmm. just looks at her and just says, "Please. And then he, you know, she kills him. So
0: what that would make that makes me think of is just it's a better, yeah, I'm just gonna say, it. it's a better version of when Michael reached out in H2O which they then Mm -hmm. retconned in Resurrection that wasn't him. But that was a huge
1: moment. Well, think about that. I mean, just with 2018, the movie was just an amalgamation of all stuff from all over the franchise. And the stuff they left out was like a lot of H2O and 4 and Mm 5. And my remember we talked about it on the episode. It was like 4 and 5 is people with like guns being like, let's fucking kill this guy. And then he kills them. And that's what this this is. They're like, we need to find Michael Myers. And he's like, bet. I'll
0: kill you. <laughs> like, mm. like, fucking try me. I also, going back to the trailer for a second, I love that shot of the people murdered with the Halloween 3 masks on. Yeah. The, uh, like, They're like, he's killing his thing. way
1: in a straight line to his childhood home. And I'm like, oh my yeah. god, he's doing Halloween... What? He does that in one. I don't remember. <laughs> yeah. But, uh, because the, the, the Myers house has always, like, been a thing. I think it was four. Well, no, because in 5, he brought Jamie back to the That's house right. to kill her. Like, it was like a symbolic like altar of some sort. Mm-hmm. But remember, in the continuity of, t- of Halloween Kills, Michael Myers has not been back to his childhood home. In 40 years. In 40 years. More? No. No. He hasn't been back at all. No. Oh, well, yeah, he showed up yeah, the at the beginning home. of the Halloween. Okay, okay. But, so he came home just to hide there. And to and move that, Judith's grave.
0: That was in the Myers house? I believe so. Oh,
1: maybe I'm just completely talking in my ass. That was either
0: the Myers house or that was... Her neighbor's her house. Her neighbor's house.
1: I don't remember which one. Uh, I don't know. Anyway, but this Michael Myers, as of now, has had little to no connection with his childhood home. Mm-hmm. Uh, is decanonized that he and Laurie are related. Yeah. So there's not been a whole lot of emphasis on the life that the shape had before it was the shape. Mm-hmm. So this movie, I feel like might introduce that a bit, which is interesting because it's like that transcendence line is just in the back of my mind. Like, what does that mean for him? Yeah. Like, and I mean, I, like you, we talked about. I kind of don't want there to be another Halloween Kills trailer because this one was perfect. No, I don't want to see. And it either there's, I don't want. I don't want to see it. Yeah, like I, I would be kind of upset if when we go to see Candyman, they have it.
0: I have a feeling when we see Candyman, <laughs> we'll see this one. That was fine. And I'm okay with Zach that. Zach and
1: I went to go see The Forever Purge, and it was the first time I saw the trailer in a theater, and it fucking was amazing. I
0: haven't seen it in theaters yet, but I'm really hoping oh, it's with If, you, if you see The Forever Purge week.
1: in theaters, it'll probably be there. And, oh my god, it was so awesome. Mm-hmm. Speaking of Candyman, Candyman has a new trailer as well. Yes. Um, and there's a lot of uh, new shit in there as well. Hmm. Um. So... I mean, the first trailer was really good, too. I'm all, I've am always been very excited for this movie, especially because we know Tony Todd's coming back.
0: Yeah. It seems
1: to follow a loose cult of Jigsaw angle where it's like Candyman is... Did you watch the Shadow Puppet trailer? Did I show you that one? Yeah, I love that one. I I think about that and I get chilled. I've never seen something more artistically moving in a mm-hmm. while. So for those of people that don't know anything about Candyman at all... Uh, Candyman essentially is a movie about an urban legend that exists in a Chicago project area, um, obviously predominantly African-American. Uh, it's a legend of an African-American man who uh, fell in love with a white woman mm-hmm. and was lynched for it, but not lynched in the normal sense. He was uh, His hand was cut off, replaced with a meat hook, and he was covered in honey and killed by bees. Mm-hmm. A horrible way to die. Yeah. And uh, he can be summoned. By looking into a mirror and repeating his name five times, and then he shows up and kills those people. And the movie, the original one, is about this woman researching that, and she ends up getting roped into this legend where he's kind of like a topa, like a Freddy Krueger, where like the belief in him is what gives him, gives him the power. ability to manifest himself. Yeah. And with this movie, it seems like it's, a, it's either a sequel or like a spiritual successor, where the myth has been obliterated because of the gentrification and the demolishment of that community. Mm -hmm. But because it's just like the, okay. Candyman is clearly a metaphor for white guilt. Yes. And it's not in a ham fisted purge way. It's in an actually cool way that has a lot more to say about the history of African-American culture, um, completely separate from, you know, White people, it, it's mm-hmm. it's just the, how they interact with one another. So, because it, it, Candyman doesn't kill white people, he kills black people, or he just kills whoever summons him. But only yeah. the African Americans in that project know, really about, know him. about him because yeah. he was he died on the grounds that then one day became Cabrini Green. Mm-hmm. So, which is why he's linked to that area. Yeah. But um, so the the movie kind of has this uh, weird air of emotional connectivity to, like, the, obviously, like, we talk about Haunting and Hell House, ghosts are, like, an emotional energy given intelligence. Mm-hmm. And in this sense, it's a vengeful spirit who is just seeking the unrequited love of this woman he never got to be with. Um, but the way they kind of transitioned it away from the legend was, what if Candyman is literally a metaphor for the, you know, treatment of African Americans all over American history.
0: Mm-hmm.
1: And it came... T- I, you kind of got a little bit of that with that first trailer. Like, oh, you know, they kind of tore down the area, but like... And Candyman has like, for all intents and purposes, disappeared until this guy starts like spreading the legend again, mm-hmm. and then becoming the vessel for him to return, which is awesome context like concept already. But then they dropped this Shadow Puppet trailer, which... Even if you aren't a fan of horror, please, please, just YouTube it. I'm gonna add the link in our description. Oh my god, it's so good. Like it's so moving and it's so beautiful. And the music is, is a um, a reimagining of the score, which mm-hmm. is done by Philip Glass, who's a legendary composer, but the score this time is just like a very simple like scale of the song in a distorted sense, set to a, like, shadow puppet. Basically, you know, several little vignettes of, you know, obviously hate crimes against African-American men mm-hmm. by white people. And in all of yeah. them share some aspect of what happened to Candyman. One of them is hooked to the back of a car and dragged. One of them is electrocuted in an electric chair for framed for murders, like he's mm-hmm. burned. Um, one of them gave candy to children and police assumed he was bad so they beat him to death. And Candyman mm-hmm. is associated with candy because candy... I don't remember the movie very well. I don't remember. Um, but anyway, that's like what they kind of associated with. But the end of the trailer is what happened to him. Mm-hmm. And what's cool is at the end of it where they have the dead bodies unlike the others that stayed dead, he, like, his eyes open, and he starts to sit up. Mm-hmm. And as he sits up, it's flashes of all the other dead characters coming back to life. So for this movie, Candyman is the, like, lit- like a personified version of the metaphor of the eradication of, like, the needless massacre of all of these people that are given voice and vengeance through the character of Candyman, Mm -hmm. who is not just killing people off of some vague urban legend. He's reasserting himself in the cultural miasma to be like, don't forget about me. Don't forget about us. Don't forget about that this happened, that Mm -hmm. this is real. And, I mean, there's a lot of movies nowadays, especially horror, that touch on racial issues – um, and some do it super well. Mm-hmm. Um, some kind of fall short. Not to say that they're bad or the message is yeah. wrong. It's just, it, you know, it, it, sometimes it can be a little bit more, like, you, you know, jizzed into, like, yeah. you know, something that doesn't make certain individuals completely shut off to the entire movie. Mm-hmm. Um, like, I feel like some people did with Get Out. They're like, oh, it's about this. Like, yeah, but, like, it's also a solid horror movie if it wasn't about racism. Yeah. Candyman is about racism but it doesn't matter Mm -hmm. what matters is it's a story of a man who discovers this urban legend as a lark and probably will discover that it's not an urban legend it's this manifestation of like you are this agent that needs to tell people about what happened to us but kind of a double-edged sword when you bring up the sins of the past you are then haunted by them and mm-hmm. you are responsible then for them because the dead can't talk. The dead can't yeah. do anything. So you then are Candyman and you have to take that vengeance back. And if you can't tell, I'm really excited for this movie because it looks so fucking good. And I am all for really, really good subtext mm-hmm. that this movie seems full of. Yeah. Um, I won't hog Candyman anymore. What do you
0: think about the trailer? <laughs> so, okay. So I'm just, Okay. <sighs> yeah, I'm, I'm sorry. About... I jumped a lot no, just because i it
1: has been building for oh, a
0: while, and I had no outlet to absolutely. talk about it. Absolutely, as w- as well you should, because this movie <laughs> has me. This movie is the movie I didn't expect to be as excited for, but oh, it is probably yeah. my because Halloween Kills is coming out. It is my second, like, aside from most Spiral and Halloween Kills. Last year we were fall. like,
1: "Fuck, Candyman got pushed back." Yeah.
0: Well, and I'm really excited because it's going to be our first movie to see back at school together at the. Yeah, because
1: Ghostbusters will still be when you're... Um, nope, Ghostbusters
0: what? is in November. Oh, no, you're right, you're right, you're right. Never mind. That guy. Anyway. Well, we can see that together then. We but see yeah, Candyman, can. you're right. Candyman's going to be our first movie back at school, and I cannot wait to see how the story goes through this movie because it does have such an interesting plot, and I really like, at least from the trailer's point of view, where how the director is going about showing versus not showing certain things
1: and what's interesting is this director nia de costa is a relatively new director Mm -hmm. and uh it's interesting because for marvel fans she's directing the next black panther movie the like wakanda forever was it
0: was it black panther or was it the um the marvels
1: Maybe it's that she's directing a movie that will probably also have to do with some sort of like cultural significance, mm-hmm. which is cool because most of the time Marvel tries to do that. It doesn't work or it, it's not even really about culture. It's just mm-hmm. like, look, difference. This will actually say something. Yeah. It, it, what's going to be interesting, especially coming off of this movie, um, it's gonna have a lot of. Normally, when there's people that are new directors, I'm afraid of how they're gonna do stuff because mm-hmm. sometimes it's over. It's overwhelming. Yeah, but, for sure. I mean, I don't want to jump the gun and just assume all movies are gonna be. I don't want to be of the pessimist, you know, fan of movies that just it, it, everything disappoints me. I really want this movie to be good. Mm-hmm. I really hope it's good, and the trailers are really good. So there's reason—it's reason enough for me to believe the movie will be great. Yeah, I'm—I'm
0: yeah.
1: <laughs> I'm really excited for. We're set for a good fall of movies. Oh, yeah. And I mean, I don't know if we mentioned, but at the very least, Tony Todd is Candyman again. Yeah, he is. So, that so iconic th- That's gonna happen. <laughs> Back to Square Horror Minisodes live from a creepy attic in North Ooh. Dakota. Spooky. It's haunted. Yeah, probably. <laughs>
0: <laughs> <laughs> all right new trailers Yeah, so we got a couple new trailers that recently yes um the biggest ones that i know we've let's just get it out of the way about. okay
1: halloween halloween, halloween kills. kills oh man. holy shit okay i'm so excited so um i saw this i think the last out of everyone that i know that would have wanted to see it mm-hmm. uh you texted me about it sean texted me about it um I saw everyone just post about how fucking bonkers it was, and I just didn't get around to watching it yet. Mm-hmm. And then I did in, like, the middle of the day, and I oh. had to pause it about 30 seconds in, because I'm like, okay, that's kind of scary. Mm-hmm. So, like, first of all, if you haven't seen the trailer for Halloween Kills, do get yourself a that. favor and do it. Um, Fuck. Because, oh, cert- I mean... Halloween Kills, I think, is an understatement for Michael Myers kills everybody in Haddonfield. Yeah, it's it's gearing up to be fucking brutal. It is not much hyperbole to say that he kills more people in the trailer than he has in any movie that he's been in. With the exception of the Rob Zombie Halloween movie. Because I was like, he kills like 17 people at least in that movie. Mm -hmm. And he kills a good dozen to like 15 people in this Mm -hmm. trailer. At at least seven of which are at the same time. He just murders all his firefighters all at the same time in like the worst ways possible. Well, yeah, and like I love
0: that one shot in the trailer, which from the – yeah, point of view of the fireman Where just as, it c- cra- as an axe crashes through the mask. Right
1: before that is when I had to stop. Is like So they had that bit of, like, they go in to save him, and it's him grabbing for the guy's hand. Mm-hmm. And then the next shot is a bunch of firefighters on the lawn looking up to see the shape come out of the house with a pickaxe. And just, like, put in his hand like, all right, who's first? Mm-hmm. And then it's a montage of him just murdering these guys. Oh, my gosh. It's... Yeah, to say I mean, it's brutal is an he understatement. He kills I think. firefighters. He kills Haddonfield civilians. He almost kills both Laurie and uh, Allison. Allison, and uh, close to um, Karen. He mm-hmm. almost kills the three main characters in, in the, the trailer. trailer. And this is the stuff they
0: were like content showing as the advertisement. Yeah. yeah. I can literally only imagine what, bo- what oh and um almost kills Allison's boyfriend. Yeah, but I'm okay with that. Uh, No, but I'm just saying, like, (laughs) we're
1: just... Any character that survived Halloween might die in this movie. Might be on the chopping block. And they might all die. Like, there is a very real possibility one or more of the Strode women might die in this movie. Mm -hmm. Like, I might might do, like, an Empire Strikes Back thing where, like, it might kill Allison or Laurie. Yeah. Like, I still have a lot of money on that Laurie will die by the end of this franchise, which would be... Perfect. I wouldn't great. be
0: surprised if both she and Michael go and ends. Oh no,
1: they. I think they'll probably go out killing each other, which would mm-hmm. be pretty gnarly. Um, but obviously, it's not before Michael kills half of Haddonfield. Well, yeah, and after, especially after the trailer, I wouldn't be shocked
0: if it, if he if. The when? shape <laughs> kills Allison in this movie, dude. There's that whole line where like he's about to stab her, like do it. And I'm like,
1: why would you say that? And
0: that's gonna be the big thing that sets yeah. Laurie off. The
1: other, I guess, the last thing about this trailer I wanted to say is uh, my favorite line uh, in it. And so far, this new trilogy is doing that return to form thing where they're calling it the shape, they're giving it the it characteristic where. Michael Myers is the vessel for this unstoppable evil, Mm -hmm. and I know there are some people who are like, he's just a guy, like, who gives a shit. It's like, no, that's why Michael Myers is interesting, is because it's like, it's like a possession movie. Yeah. It's like, evil just embodied this thing, or this person, and... It makes them invincible until it kills everybody, well, and I mean, they have the line where it says, this, it, "With every we, kill, the more he transcends." And yes. I went, "Transcends into what? In from what to what?" Like, mm-hmm. I'm like, "This is." Oh, that horrifying. was the line I was so excited about. Well, because it already oh. has. Uh, we also so the two predictions I have: Lori will die by the end of this franchise, and Michael will talk by the end of this franchise.
0: Yeah, because that was a huge thing in and the I,
1: 2018 one. I I mean, they wouldn't have built that up if he didn't. Um, so I'm thinking. W- literally, I was driving to um, I was driving home from work the other night, and I had to pull over because I just gave myself like a weird like oh god like thought. I really there's I don't remember years and years ago. I don't know if it was a fan film or something. But someone – it was right after the Rob Zombie Halloween movies came out. Mm-hmm. Um, it was a scene that I thought was in a Halloween movie that was of Michael Myers after he'd killed a bunch of people, like, after, like, Halloween was over. Mm-hmm. He'd go back to, like, his childhood home, and he was walking around. He basically just kind of walked into the foyer and was hearing Loomis's voice being like, you happy now, Michael? You've killed everyone that's related to you. Anyone that ever would have loved you, you've killed them. Are you happy now? Are you happy? Whatever isn't happening, Michael. You've done it. Now, what are you gonna do? And Michael ends up taking off his mask. You like you don't see his face, mm-hmm. and Flumish just going at him. And then Michael screams. That would. Be and then
0: vis- dies
1: of a heart attack, presumably. Like it just like the shape leaves, and in that split second, Michael Myers comes back. So what I'm thinking is like. Allison or lawyer, whoever, they've, like, almost killed Michael. And he looks up at her pleading eyes and says, please. Mm. I'm, I, like, I gave myself mm. chills because, like, in, oh. my, in my mind, it's it's not going to ever be as cool as I just imagined. Like, not saying it's, like, I'm just at this top tier. But,
0: like, mm.
1: the implications of that, of Michael being this person who's been trapped in his own brain – for years watching his body kill people and all he's like i don't want this Mm -hmm. but i have to watch this and the only way that i can die is if the shape leaves and the only way the shape can leave is if it kills laurie so it's like it he doesn't want to kill laurie because it's this woman that the shape has ruined her existence but the only way he can be free is if she's dead. So I'm thinking he will have killed Lori and he's just sitting over her as Allison comes in, like with the knife or whatever, and mm-hmm. just looks at her and just says, "Please," and then she you know, she kills him. So what that would make that makes
0: me think of is just it's a better yeah I'm just gonna say it. it's a better version of when Michael reached out in H2O which they then Mm -hmm. retconned in
1: Resurrection that wasn't him. But that
0: was a huge
1: moment. Well, think about that. I mean, just with 2018, the movie was just an amalgamation of all stuff from all over the franchise. And the stuff they left out was like a lot of H2O and 4 and Mm 5. And my remember we talked about it on the episode. It was like 4 and 5 is people with like guns being like, let's fucking kill this guy. And then he kills them. And that's what this this is. They're like, we need to find Michael Myers. And he's like, bet. I'll kill you. <laughs> like, mm-hmm. like,
0: fucking try me. I also, going back to the trailer for a second, I love that shot of the people murdered with the Halloween 3 masks on. Yeah. It, uh, like, They're like, he's killing his way in
1: a straight line to his childhood home. And I'm like, oh my yeah. god, he's doing Halloween... What? He does that in one. I don't remember. <laughs> yeah. But, uh, because the, the, the Myers house has always, like, been four. a thing. I think it was four. Well, no, because in five he brought Jamie back to the That's house to right. kill her, like it was like a symbolic like altar of some sort. Mm-hmm. But remember, in the continuity of t- of Halloween Kills, Michael Myers has not been back to his childhood home in forty years. In forty years, more? No, no, he hasn't been back at all. No. Oh well, yeah, That's he showed up, yeah, the at the beginning home. of the Halloween. Okay, okay, but so he came home just to hide there. And to move Judith's grave. That was in the Myers house? I believe so. Oh, maybe I'm just completely talking out of my ass. That was either in the Myers
0: house or that was... Her neighbor's house. Her neighbor's house. I don't remember which one.
1: Uh, I don't know. Anyway, but this Michael Myers, as of now, has had little to no connection with his childhood home. Mm -hmm. Mm-hmm. is decanonized that he and Laurie are related. Yeah. So there's not been a whole lot of emphasis on the life that the shape had before it was the shape. Mm-hmm. So this movie I feel like might introduce that a bit, which is interesting because it's like that transcendence line is just in the back of my mind. Like, what does that mean for him? Yeah. Like, and I mean, I, like you, we talked about. I kind of don't want there to be another Halloween Kills trailer because this one was perfect. No, I don't, it is, I
0: don't until want to see. And even there's, I don't want. I don't want to see it. Yeah,
1: like I, I would be kind of upset if when we go to see Candyman, they have it.
0: I have a feeling <laughs> when we see Candyman, we'll see this one. That was fine. And I'm okay with Zach that. Zach and I
1: went to go see The Forever Purge, and it was the first time I saw the trailer in a theater, and it fucking was amazing.
0: I haven't seen it in theaters yet, but I'm really oh, hoping it's with the if, if you see The Forever Purge
1: week. in theaters, it'll probably be there. And oh my god, it was so awesome. Mm-hmm. Speaking of Candyman, Candyman has a new trailer as well. Yes. Um, and there's a lot of uh, new shit in there as well. Mm-hmm. Um, so... I mean, the first trailer was really good, too. I'm all, I've am i always been very excited for this movie, especially because we know Tony Todd's coming back. Yeah. It seems to follow a loose cult of Jigsaw angle where it's like Candyman is... Did you watch the Shadow Puppet trailer? Did I show you that one? Yeah, I love that one. I i think about that and I get chilled. I've never seen something more artistically moving in a mm-hmm. while. So for those of people that don't know anything about Candyman at all, uh, Candyman essentially is a movie about an urban legend that exists in a Chicago project area, um, obviously predominantly African-American. Uh, it's a legend of an African-American man who uh, fell in love with a white woman mm-hmm. and was lynched for it, but not lynched in the normal sense. He was uh, His hand was cut off, replaced with a meat hook, and he was covered in honey and killed by bees. Mm-hmm. A horrible way to die. Yeah. And uh, he can be summoned... By looking into a mirror and repeating his name five times, and then he shows up and kills those people. And the movie, the original one, is about this woman researching that, and she ends up getting roped into this legend where he's kind of like a Topa, like a Freddy Krueger, where like the belief in him is what gives him, gives him the power. ability to manifest himself. Yeah. And with this movie, it seems like it's, a, it's either a sequel or like a spiritual successor, mm-hmm. where the myth has been obliterated because of the gentrification and the demolishment of that community. Mm -hmm. But because it's just like the... Okay. Candyman is clearly a metaphor for white guilt. Yes. And it's not in a ham-fisted purge way. It's in an actually cool way that has a lot more to say about the history of African-American culture um, completely separate from, you know white people it, it's, mm-hmm. it's just the, how they interact with one another so it because Candyman doesn't kill white people he kills black people or he just kills whoever summons him but only yeah. the African Americans in that project really know about know him because yeah. he was he died on the grounds that then one day became Cabrini Green mm-hmm. so which is why he's linked to that area yeah but um, so the, the movie kind of has this uh, weird air of Emotional connectivity to like the, obviously like we talk about haunting and fellows ghosts are like an emotional energy given intelligence mm-hmm. and in this sense it's a vengeful spirit who is just seeking the unrequited love of this woman he never got to be with, um, but the way they kind of transitioned it away from the legend was what if Candyman is literally a metaphor. For the, you know, treatment of African Americans all over American history.
0: Mm-hmm.
1: And it came... T- I, you kind of got a little bit of that with that first trailer. Like, oh, you know, they kind of tore down the area, but, like... And Candyman has, like, for all intents and purposes, disappeared until this guy starts, like, spreading the legend again. Mm-hmm. And then becoming the vessel for him to return. Which is an awesome context like concept already. But then they drop this Shadow Puppet trailer. Which... Even if you aren't a fan of horror, please, please just YouTube it. I'm going to add the link in our description. Oh my god, it's so good. Like, it's so moving, and it's so beautiful. And the music is, is a, um, a reimagining of the score, which mm-hmm. is done by Philip Glass, who's a legendary composer. But the score this time is just like a very simple like scale of the song in a distorted sense, set to a, like, shadow puppet, basically, you know, several little vignettes of, you know, obviously, hate crimes against African-American men mm-hmm. by white people, and in all of yeah. them share some aspect of what happened to Candyman. One of them is hooked to the back of a car and dragged. One of them is electrocuted in an electric chair for framed for murders. Like, he's Mm -hmm. burned. Um, One of them gave candy to children, and police assumed he was bad, so they beat him to death. And Candyman Mm -hmm. is associated with candy because candy... I don't remember the movie very well. I don't remember. Um, But anyway, that's, like, what they kind of associated with. But the end of the trailer is what happened to him. Mm -hmm. And what's cool is at the end of it, where they have the dead bodies unlike the others that stayed dead, he, like, his eyes open, and he starts to sit up. Mm-hmm. And as he sits up, it's flashes of all the other dead characters coming back to life. So for this movie, Candyman is the, like, lit- like a personified version of the metaphor of the eradication of, like, the needless massacre of all of these people that are given voice and vengeance through the character of Candyman, Mm -hmm. who is not just killing people off of some vague urban legend. He's reasserting himself in the cultural miasma to be like, don't forget about me. Don't forget about us. Don't forget about that this happened, that Mm -hmm. this is real. And I mean, there's a lot of movies nowadays, especially horror that touch on racial issues um, and some do it super well. Mm-hmm. Um, some kind of fall short. Not to say that they're bad or the message is yeah. wrong. It's just, it, you know, it, it, sometimes it can be a little bit more, like, you, you know, jizzed into, like, yeah. you know, something that doesn't make certain individuals completely shut off to the entire movie. Mm-hmm. Um, like, I feel like some people did with Get Out. They're like, oh, it's about this. Like, yeah, but, like, it's also a solid horror movie if it wasn't about racism. Yeah. Candyman is about racism but it doesn't matter Mm -hmm. what matters is it's a story of a man who discovers this urban legend as a lark and probably will discover that it's not an urban legend it's this manifestation of like you are this agent that needs to tell people about what happened to us but kind of a double-edged sword when you bring up the sins of the past you are then haunted by them and mm-hmm. you are responsible then for them because the dead can't talk. The dead can't yeah. do anything. So you then are Candyman and you have to take that vengeance back. And if you can't tell, I'm really excited for this movie because it looks so fucking good. And I am all for really, really good subtext mm-hmm. that this movie seems full of. Yeah. Um, I won't hog Candyman anymore. What do you think about the trailer? <laughs> so,
0: okay. So I'm just, Okay. <sighs> yeah, I'm, I'm sorry. About... I jumped a lot no, just because I—it's been building for oh, a while, and I had no outlet to absolutely. talk about it. Absolutely, as well as well you should, because this movie <laughs> has me. This movie is the movie I didn't expect to be as excited for, but oh, it is probably yeah. my because Halloween Kills is coming out. It is my second, like, aside from most Spiral and Halloween Kills. Last year we were fall. like,
1: "Fuck, Candyman got pushed back." Yeah.
0: Well, and I'm really excited because it's going to be our first movie to see back at school together at the. Yeah, because
1: Ghostbusters will still be when you're... Um, nope, Ghostbusters
0: what? is in November.
1: Oh, no, you're right. You're right, you're right. Never
0: mind. Because that you're guy... Good. Anyway. Well, we can see that together then. We but yeah, can. Candyman, you're right. Candyman's going to be our first movie back at school. And I cannot wait to see how the story goes through this movie. Because it does have such an interesting plot. And I really like, at least from the trailer's point of view, where how the director is going about showing versus not showing certain things and
1: what's interesting is this director nia de costa is a relatively new director mm-hmm. and uh it's interesting because it's, for marvel fans she's directing the next black panther movie the like wakanda forever movie. was it
0: was it black panther or was it the um the marvels
1: Maybe it's that. She's directing, it, she's directing a, one of the a Marvel, Marvel movie movies. that will probably also have to do with some sort of like cultural significance, mm-hmm. which is cool because most of the time Marvel tries to do that. It doesn't work, or it it's not even really about culture. It's just mm-hmm. like, look, difference. This will actually say something. Yeah. And it, what's going to be interesting, especially coming off of this movie, Um it's gonna have a lot of. Normally, when there's people that are new directors, I'm afraid of how they're gonna do stuff because mm-hmm. sometimes it's over. It's overwhelming.
0: Yeah, but, for sure.
1: I mean, I don't want to jump the gun and just assume all movies are gonna be. I don't want to be of the pessimist, you know, fan of movies that just it, it, everything disappoints me. I really want this movie to be good. Mm-hmm. I really hope it's good, and the trailers are really good. So there's reason, it's reason enough for me to believe the movie will be great.
0: Yeah. Yeah, I'm, I'm really excited for,
1: we're set for a good fall of movies. Oh, yeah. And I mean, I don't know if we mentioned, but at the very least, Tony Todd is Candyman again. Yeah, he is. So, that's going (laughs) to happen.